This episode, my friends, is brought to you by my guys at Underdog Fantasy. You want to get in on some of that daily fantasy, some over-unders, some best ball? Register at Underdog Fantasy. Make your first deposit, and they'll match up to $100 in your account. Just use the promo code JEFFC, J-E-F-F-C. They will match up to $100 on your first deposit. What up, everybody? Welcome into Studio Day Hifri for your daily dose of Cowboys content. Today, it's very injury-related. Mike McCarthy just had his press conference, so I can save you the trouble of having to listen to him say all the words, and I'll just shortcut you all the way to all of it, right? Who cares about what? Everybody cares about Dak Prescott, number one. We're also going to talk about the Broncos a little bit here and the guy for the Cowboys that I think could potentially wreck this game in a good way. But first, Cowboys, here is your injury report. Most important... Dak Prescott, Mike McCarthy said the plan is for him to practice and play. So we're still on track from everything they said early in the week, which was Dak will um, he'll do some stuff Wednesday, Thursday he'll be full go, and then he will play football. So the plan is on track. Unless you hear something later in the day that Dak was not a full participant, that is their plan as they go into it. Bad news, CeeDee Lamb sprained his ankle in practice yesterday, so he will be limited today, and we'll just see. That's the thing, is sometimes in sports, you have to just go, we'll see. But it didn't sound like a big deal, and if he'll be limited, that's a lot better than being out. So Amari Cooper also limited with his hamstring. No practice for Blake Jarwin. He's probably going to miss the game. Tyron Smith is probably going to miss the game. Michael Gallup, uh, McCarthy said, we're kind of up in the air on where he is, so... That doesn't sound super promising. Neville Gallimore is not ready to play. Good news! Ready for some good news. Tank Lawrence was back on the field yesterday doing the resistance cord work. So, like, he's not going to play this week. And I'd be surprised if he played next week. But he is creeping. Tank Lawrence, as Jerry would say, Tank Lawrence is on the come. That's on the way. So, yeah, uh, football's a violent sport and people get hurt. Cowboys, holy cow. Jeez, man. Tyron, Jarwin, Cooper and Cedar are banged up. Gallup's not back. Galmore's not back. Tank's not back. People get hurt. Uh, on the Broncos side, though, Noah Fant is on the COVID list as of a couple of days ago. So that tight end, Noah Fant, really good player, probably won't play. Bryce Callahan, their nickel corner, was moved to IR. He'll be replaced by either Kyle Fuller or Nate Hairston. Hairston is the guy who filled in last week when Callahan got hurt. So I would bet that Nate Hairston is about to play nickel corner for them. Their left tackle, Garrett Bowles, is out. He'll be replaced by Calvin Anderson. So Broncos are banged up as well. Which leads me to the Cowboy, who I'm going to put in the call, will wreck the game. Uh, I like this matchup for the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy pointed out, defensively, the Broncos, fairly similar to an opponent they've already played because of the ties between Broncos, D.C., Vic Fangio, and uh, Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Chargers. You've already seen a defense that operates a lot like theirs does, so that is an advantage for your team. And other than that, I told you they're playing a left uh, backup left tackle, and Randy Gregory's on a freaking tear. So Randy Gregory, look for him to be the dude this week. Randy's out there trying to earn a giant contract and make all the money. And as long as he stays injury-free, he is on track to do that because Randy Gregory is a freaking monster that's all squared away right now. So that's my guy who's going to wreck the game is Randy Gregory. Other things to know about the Denver Broncos as you're getting ready to play them. 
Best guy on their defensive line, I believe, is Shelby Harris, who technically, I mean, you could call him a D-tackle or a D-end, whatever. They A lot of times they play with just two guys with their hand on the ground, and he's one of them. But Shelby Harris on the interior is a really nice player. Patrick Sertan, their rookie cornerback, generally plays left corner for them. So whichever receiver you send out to the right will deal with Patrick Sertan. And man, I think he's already their best corner, probably. Darby, Ronald Darby is the guy that will be on the other side. Nate Hairston probably in the slot. This cornerback group cannot cover the Cowboys wide receiver group, assuming that you have everybody. It's a nice matchup for the Cowboys, but Patrick Sertan's a fun player. He's a good player. Justin Simmons at safety has been a good player and still is a good player, number 31 for the Broncos. Where I think the Broncos are a little overmatched here, ladies and gentlemen... I think this is going to be a uh, Cowboys run the ball pretty well football game. Even without Tyron Smith, who it still sounds like it's unlikely that he's going to play. When you take a look at what the Broncos are giving you defensively, Draymond Jones and Shelby Harris are the two interior guys. Their edge guys, Malik Reed and uh, Jonathan Cooper out of Ohio State. And then their linebackers, Kenny Young, this is the Kenny Young revenge game, by the way. Kenny Young is the guy who was taking cheap shots at Tony Pollard in the Rams-Cowboys practice. He's a Bronco now. Kenny Young is one linebacker, and Baron Browning, rookie out of Ohio State, is another linebacker. And I liked Browning as a prospect, but he um, there's a transition period for him because he, at Ohio State, played a spot that was not necessarily actually in the box. He played sort of detached out there towards the slot. So there's a learning curve. He's not a good NFL player yet. I think that he can be. But they don't have a good linebacker group. They don't have a super stout defensive line. So I believe that Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott are about to get a little bit of this action. A little bit of that action. And if you're just hearing this and not seeing this, that was the was the feed me. It was the yeah, spoon. Uh, yeah, I think the Cowboys will be able to run the ball. I think they'll be able to throw the ball. On offense, Broncos are interesting. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, they have two pretty good running backs. I love Javante Williams. It's a tackle-breaking machine. So you have to be really sound in terms of tackling when you play against the Denver Broncos because if you don't, Javante Williams will run through your crappy tackle attempts. Uh, I told you they'll be without Noah Fant and without Garrett Bowles. So that means Albert O, the Missouri former Missouri tight end, will be their primary tight end. He's not a bad little player. Huge dude. Their wide receivers, pretty good, actually. Cortland Sutton, SMU zone. You got to deal with Cortland Sutton. Uh, I do like Cortland Sutton as a player that Trayvon Diggs can follow because Cortland Sutton is your big body wide receiver. He's a good player. He's a contested catch sort of player, not necessarily the most twitched up, quick separation guy, more of a big body take the football from you guy, but he's not a bad athlete. He's a good player, Uh, but I also think he's the perfect sort of player to send Trayvon Diggs on a mission of, hey, follow him around, you deal with that, and then Jerry Judy who is an outstanding route runner. He's been hurt most of this year. He's only played in two games, I believe, but he's in there now. Uh, that's a better matchup for guys like Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis, who are smaller corners but are quicker, faster sort of dudes. So that's the way they should play this. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Trayvon Diggs travels with Cortland Sutton, and then Jerry Judy and the very underrated Tim Patrick will be dealt with by your other guys. Uh, Tim Patrick is another dude that is a really big dude. 
uh, can catch contested balls, and every time he gets an opportunity, I think he's a good player. Just nobody really talks about him all that much, but he's a 6'5 dude that'll be their third wide receiver. And Teddy Bridgewater started off this season amazing. He's regressed a little bit back to what Teddy Bridgewater is, but he started off the season great. On the whole, this year he's been pretty good. Broncos offense, not a bad little offense. Their offensive line is bleh. It's not very good. Uh, but the weapons, I think, are pretty good. Maybe better than pretty good. The runners are good. The quarterback's okay. So if most of the Cowboys banged up guys are healthy enough, if Dak plays, if Amari is out there, if CeeDee Lamb is out there, this is going to be another Cowboys dub. You can uh, prepare yourself mentally and physically for that. But the Broncos offense is kind of fun. They got some good players. They got some fun players. Their defense, eh, they got Justin Simmons, Pat Sertan, and Shelby Harris. Um, I don't worry about their defense all that much. Uh, so there you go. Rock and roll, Cowboy fans. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, leave in the comments at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh your favorite sort of chip, your favorite chip. It could be a Pringle. It could be a stack. Stacks. It could be a sour cream and onion. It could be uh, the Ruffles cheddar and sour cream. It could be, you know, barbecue, obviously. Leave your favorite chip in the comments. YouTube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh. And whatever you want to hear about tomorrow. Do that as well. All right, everybody. Have a good day. It's party time. Got to go. See you on the radio. 1053 The Fan. 1053thefan.com every day. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.